Hey everybody, on today's episode, we have my buddy Ryan on. He's a part of the Mises Caucus in Delaware, and I wanted to ask him some questions about that, what their goals are for the future, and about the recruitment. And we also, just for fun, talked about some things such as how would the roads be funded? Enjoy the show. Welcome to the latest episode of The Altar. We're again joined with Ben and Yimra, and our special guest today, my buddy Ryan. Ryan, how you doing today, man? I'm doing wonderful. How about yourself? Uh, doing great. Doing great. So, um, so what we're going to talk about today is because you're a part of the Mises Caucus, and I don't know if you want to say what state. I'll let that, when we get to that portion of it, go. Um, talk about that. But you've been doing stuff with the Mises Caucus. We want to get into that. And maybe talk about how to fund the roads. Because I'm sure you have to get into those arguments a lot. I know it's the it's the the million dollar question, man. All yeah. of the things humanity has invented, but goddamn it, we can't make a road without a fucking governing body. Yeah, can't do it. So before we get into it, as I mentioned before recording, uh, we like to do your intro into anarchy, how you became an anarchist, any specific things. Just give a couple minutes, uh, whatever you need. Go ahead. Well, this one's kind of fun because uh, it is almost entirely your fault. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. because uh, I met Matt at uh, a mutual friend's Memorial Day barbecue. And this was like, this was during the 2016 election season. And I was always kind of just like that. I was that stereotypical, I'm fiscally conservative and socially liberal jerk offs. Um, and then like Matt asked me like six questions was like, how do you feel about this? How do you feel about that? Do you think the government should be involved in this? And at the end he was like, yeah, nah, dude, you're, you're a libertarian. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? So then I kind of went down a rabbit hole with that. And that was when he had started getting more into anarchism and he was sharing these memes. And I was like, yo man, that's pretty funny. I was like, I don't know how we would do without a government to do like police or this or whatever. And then, you know, six weeks later, I was just like fully, fully anarchist. Couple of memes, couple of essays, couple of books. And I was just like, all right, yeah, no. If we don't trust the state to do any of this other shit, why the hell would we trust them to do some of the most important things? Exactly. Oh, I like that you were you called yourself a centrist before because that was the thing. That's what pissed me off on the way to that barbecue was mm -hmm. on the way there. I posted something roasting centrist, and then yeah, it was wife, like the the fire shirt, like the flame shirt. Yeah, yeah, and she's like, "Not all centrist." I'm like, "I'm gonna fucking give it to you guys." And I got I got there, so I got <laughs> you did, well, and it worked. It worked. And it was funny is you made fun of the NAP because you're like, well, like what? Like it's already been disproven. I'm like, okay, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. And again, that was just because, you know, I was still ingrained with that fucking status mentality that I believed whatever my peers told me. It was like, quick oh, question. Dude, bullshit. What yeah. was your starting point? Were you, weren't you like a Bernie bro? Kind of. I was a Bernie bro for about six months because I was dating a vegan chick. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. That'll do it 100%. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it, there was, it was nothing to do with actual philosophy. Whose Discord notifications are popping off? Let's find out. It's Yemra. I could already tell. Probably me. Started moving. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how buttons work, bro. God, I hate you so much. Okay. So we got that knocked out of the way. Uh, and Ryan, you're welcome. You're welcome for being an anarchist now. Motherfucker. So, yeah, yeah. Thank throw it you. on to it. Let's... Where's uh, it coming from? Just, just figure it out. We'll, we're going we're gonna to move on here while you figure that out. So Ryan, yep, uh, you've been doing stuff with the Mises Caucus. I want you to explain what the Mises Caucus is to anyone that might not know, especially Twinks named Yimra, and uh, what you've been doing for them. Yeah, so basically the, the Mises Caucus is kind of like the, the second version of like the Ron Paul revolution. Um, I initially had zero plans on getting involved politically in any way, shape, or form. I was the apolitical anarchist. I was like, just let it all fucking rot. I don't care. I'll be there when the country's a pile of ashes and we'll start from there. I still have my collapsitarian tendencies. Um, but basically, it was started by this dude, Michael Heiss from Philly. And the TLDR is like, LP National is weak. Their messaging is weak. They're not really doing anything. They had a golden opportunity with the lockdowns to be like, fuck the lockdowns, let's talk about liberty. And they didn't say shit until a year after the fact. Like, they just sent it out a, a, an email a few months ago. And the the deal with the Mises Caucus, I don't know um, if some of your listeners also listen to Dave Smith's Part of the Problem or uh, Pete Quinona's Free Man Beyond the Wall, but 
they're basically talking about a takeover. And people don't like the takeover language because it's it sounds too aggressive. But it what violates we're doing, NAP. But but oh. Nick Sarwark said himself, the Libertarian Party is is the party of those who show up, and we are showing up in record numbers. Um, we, I'm a part of the Mises Caucus Delaware. We already have a uh, voting majority in our county. We went from two to like twenty members in a very short period of time, and. You know, despite the aggressive nature of the takeover language, we're we're not going to be kicking out people that are good libertarians otherwise. Like we're not just coming in, kicking everybody out. It's like this is our fucking house. We we are very collaborative, but if we find that you're either not doing much or actually um working against liberty, then you know, we have a problem. We are the our our caucus is for we want libertarians back in the libertarian party. That's all. Yeah, not these. Uh, well, to to quote our friend <laughs> Jenny, friend of the show, the uh, mm-hmm. blue pilled libertarians. Not yeah, that's partner. that's exactly it. Is blue pilled libertarians like appealing to the woke left has never worked for anybody. It's not going to work for us for sure. So it's a self eating snake. Exactly, because because the what the definition of what's acceptable changes every fucking week. So yeah, it's like they were calling. Week, uh, canceled. Yeah, they were they were calling Asians basically white and all this other shit, and then now something something Hashtag happened, and now me. now they now they go back on backtrack. I'm like, no, you are basically white. They're not race traitors, whatever the fuck they've been saying for like two years, mm-hmm. ignoring all the other horrible shit happening to them because of Corona and people like committing hate crimes against them, and they're like, no, 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 no. we care about them now. Actually, uh, well, they're not basically white. Uh huh. It's like selfie oh, yeah, actually, snake. You run, do, do me a favor. Go on your uh, audio settings and take off automatic game control because I feel like it's on. Because you're very hey loud, maybe very loud, but yeah. So uh, so and you you were supposed to. I like how you scheduled uh, to come on today, but you're supposed to like indoctrinate somebody today. Like like I was supposed to onboard a new member. Um, wait, 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 not wait, wait. You said turn it on. Is it off? It's on. Turn it off. Should have done this earlier. So, all right, you're good. Every, every now, episode, so, there's something. Yeah, yeah. There's always, always something. So, yeah. So, what, what is the questionnaire for getting to put someone on board? We don't really have um, like a strict questionnaire for the onboarding process. It's basically just, um, just to kind of get a like, like we did with the introduction of this episode. Like, what brought you to this point? Like, why are you here? What do you want to do? What's the kind of change you want to see? Um, are you a fucking communist? Are you a Fed? If so, be gone. Um, but it's basically just like kind of setting up expectations. Like, despite what you see or hear about the political process, some parts of it are extremely complicated, but what we do really isn't. Um, it's basically just deciding what the messaging should be. Uh, we believe that the messaging should be stronger. We shouldn't be like, please, governor. Please allow us to go back outside. You should be like, no, leave your fucking house, open your business, do whatever you want to do. And non-compliance. Yeah. Like, but you have you have to believe in liberty. Like, if you if you if you got the NAP and property rights, like you're pretty much good. Okay. Now uh you know what's what's your guys' steps moving like currently? What are you what is the Mises Caucus of Delaware attempting to do specifically? Well, um, right now we're, we have a large focus on recruiting. We're trying to just get more people because we have a lot of people that like follow and engage and share, but we want to get them engaged with their county party, the state party, um, so that we can start moving things the way we would like them to move, which is actual fucking liberty. Um, so recruitment's the one thing. And then we are putting out statements um for house bills senate bills senate concurrent bills within our local government they're trying to pass some fucking ridiculous ghost gun ban um as if you know they have no statistics on how many ghost guns have been used in shootings because the answer is fucking zero because they're invisible because they're not as easy to make as mom's demand anal make them out to be um yeah because you were on a did were you on a zoom call for your uh city council recently about that Yes, I, I was at the uh, Senate committee hearing. I gave a, a statement against this bill because it's bullshit. And this fucking pastor comes on and he's like, 
Hi guys, my name is so-and-so. I'm a pastor. I'm here as a representative of Moms Demand Action. I'm not a mom, but a lot of people call me father. <laughs> the entire, like fucking, oh the entire fucking county could hear my eyes rolling back in my fucking head when he said that. Can, can, we, can we at least appreciate his joke? No. I think no. I'm going to no. appreciate it. I thought that was great. I'm not a well, call me no quarter. Damn. No quarter. Okay. Jesus. Oh God. I'm a father and I fuck kids, and I think these gun control laws need to be placed into effect. Yeah. So the kids can't fight back. <laughs> in true, in true, and small children will have 22 rugers. Yeah. It saves the life of just one pedophile. It's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> what was the uh what's the joke is that stealing candy from a baby has a whole different meaning in Kapistan. <laughs> this is like a good day of the week i guess yeah it's like good, good luck trying to steal candy from a baby we'll shoot your ass right um, <laughs> got that little 22 mag derringer yeah ready to go it's like don't try it this is my lollipop I just got it from the coming out of the womb like <laughs> i got my mcdonald's vaccine and i earned this sucker so <laughs> So there's that. So that's okay. So um, so the Beast Caucus take care of that. You guys just do, like basically just recruitment, uh, getting the actual Liberty message move forward. Because yeah, I mean, cause, yeah, because everyone like plenty of people. I know, I'm sure there's someone. Some of our listeners have been listening to like you know part of the problem or mm-hmm. Free Man Beyond the Wall or both of that. But they know they've seen this like oh you don't even need to listen to that because you've seen it through the whole election that. All this shit, all this COVID lockdowns happening, and the liberty, par- like the libertarian party message was like, "Hey, yeah, guys, uh, we need to be a- like, a- like actively anti-racist and-, and everything like that, and just doing the regular libertarian talking points, and not really talking about the COVID lockdowns and how they're like that should have been, as you know, Davis said, and I believe uh, Pete has said that the focus is way off. Like you could have been killing it with just a couple issues, but you're mm-hmm. just spreading it out thin to every fucking like we're anti-war and we're fucking pro pro what like whatever bullshit. It's like, okay, we'll speak about what people are actually dealing with, try to connect in that. And they weren't doing it. It was a big colossal fucking failure. And I we're think Spike ex- Cohen was even talking about that. Yeah. We're, we're literally experiencing the greatest fucking tyrannical moment of the United States government in our lifetimes. And they're talking about being anti-racist and like hashtag BLM. And that's not to say that like, it's not an issue that police are killing people. That is an issue that we should be talking about, but like governors just deciding that they have the power to shut down businesses is uh, like, that should be priority number one. If you're the Libertarian Party, like, the entire country's locked down, you should be like, um, yeah, hey, no, we shouldn't be doing this. For, it's for a political party that, like, one of the big things especially is, like, the don't tread on me, like, the image of, like, the government being a boot. We've gotten to this point now where we no longer really, like, focus on the boot itself, and it's just like, oh, the tread is really pointy, oh, the tread has epithets on the bottom, can we not have the racial epithets? And it's like, Let's just not have the boot. If there's no boot, there's no tread, and we don't have to worry about what kind of tread it is. Like, you're on, you're focusing on the wrong part. <laughs> yeah, focusing on the symptoms instead of the cause. It's, it's exactly it's it's a common statist um, mentality, where like, you know, with, with this ghost gun bill, I brought it up in my statement. I was like, you know, crime and violence, whether there's a gun involved or not, often has external causes they're usually economic and social in nature all of our gun crime in the state of delaware all of it there's a handful throughout the rest of the state all of it happens in wilmington wilmington is as blue as blue can get it's the largest city here it's the most densely populated you're probably noticing a trend here if you're familiar with like philadelphia or chicago or Los Angeles, all of these cities, or New York, and they're yeah, or fucking New York, which is like a ghost town. New York, it's like these cities run the fucking state, and they're garbage. Ben and Yimra are from New York. Well, Yimra is still in New York. Ben escaped uh, like Snake Plissken. Thank. I was gonna say escape from New York. (laughs) I haven't gained uh, the eye patch yet, so I don't care about your war or your president. funny because so, kurt russell is a 
He is a libertarian. Yeah. Oh, good. I thought you were about to say liberal, and I've been like, yeah, I'm pretty sure like every actor just says that so you don't get their shit rocked and lose money. Yeah, right. Look what happened to Vince Vaughn. He didn't, went to a barbecue with Ron Paul, and now he can't get fucking work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. he, made his, he made his money. He's good. He did. V- Vince yeah. Vaughn did that one fucking jail movie where he like runs a dude's head to concrete. He's good. He's also yeah, the right. tallest build actor, actually, uh, in film. Also, hmm. he was the eco-terrorist in Jurassic Park 2. That's right. Wait, not based. Wait. No, based. He he was the dude. He cut the locks on the cages and let the dinosaurs out. Oh, okay. I'm trying to remember that movie. I'm trying to remember Jurassic Park 2. Dude, it was so... Jeff Goldblum was young. Like, this was back when, like... Oh, God. What the hell was her name? She played uh, Agent Clarice Starling in the Hannibal movie. Oh, oh uh, Jodie Foster. Jody not Foster. no, not Jodie Foster. That was Silence of the Lambs. Oh, uh, this oh, shit. Julianne Moore or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she. That was back when she was like really young, and like Vince Vaughn was young, and like like fucking oh god, Peter Stormhare was young. Like everybody was young. I have to rewatch it. Was, like, it. I think I watched it when it came out. Like how? God, no, dude, it's baller. It's young. the one where the T Rex gets loose in like San Diego. I need to watch that. that sounds like a terrible movie. It's a great movie. It's it's campy, but it's great. <laughs> if if San Diego wasn't destroyed, I'm not interested in watching it. I want everyone dead <laughs> and the, the T Rex to win. And I don't think that's he what fucks happened. up. Actually, he he. There's this there's this great scene. Like there's a shitload of cops like chasing like Jeff Goldblum and Jody, and they have like a baby T Rex, and like they're running down the street in like a convertible, and there's like 80 cop cars behind them, and the fucking Tyrannosaurus comes around the corner because it's looking for its kid. And all the fucking cops just do 180s and run away. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. How are you going to fight a dinosaur with locks and 12 gauges? That, that's, that's the National yeah, Guard's job. Back then, it was all literally all like 38 specials and like fucking pump action 12 gauges. So it's not like, putting, de- putting a debt in this dinosaur. What are we going to do? Keep Wait, shooting San Francisco. At it. <laughs> Where's Dirty Harry? Where's Clint Eastwood? Just to come out yeah, like, right? hey, like, dude. Hey. Could you imagine how badass Jurassic Park with two of Clint Eastwood came out? It's like, I know what you're thinking. Did I fire five shots or six? What do you feel? Like, and then before he even finishes, the T-Rex just fucks him up. Just fucking eats him. Yeah. <laughs> just eats him. He's like, well, I guess Like the fucking matter. lawyer from the first movie, just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt, if you want to see uh, San Diego destroyed, just like find one of the local news channels and... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just... It's, a dirty, it's already that. Don't listen to Who's more dangerous to the local population? One Tyrannosaurus or an entire population of homeless people? <laughs> Answer C, uh, Governor Newsom. Yep. True. Because he's an asshole. Uh, all, all obviously well know all governors are assholes. All that shit. Name, so, name me a good politician. I'll wait. Rand Paul is so great, dude. Like the best. I'm just kidding. Dude, you fucking said the other day that Ted Cruz was a daddy. I have that on written record, and oh, I don't care if you're joking sake. or not. <laughs> Look, he's got that like, beard. Oh. I have a daddy with the beard. I and don't know. Mullet. And the mullet. All right, so I would say guys, I've been saying uh, politicians want to be slightly more likable, which is a very difficult thing. Is probably great. I think it's player. time. I think it's time we reveal the real reason we started this podcast, Yumra. This is an intervention. Yes, and Ryan you is are... actually an interventional specialist. I am. Oh, right. um, um, this whole today. thing has been a ruse. I'm, oh yeah. Uh, yes, I have a degree in uh, behavioral cognitive therapy, and we're Cock here to torture? cure you of your ailments before you fucking hang yourself. Shit, no. <laughs> damn. Oh, I don't know why you do that. <laughs> I, I forgot to mention because you brought up like you talk, stuff about like you know a couple books and shit. Because yeah, you did. You are a published author on Amazon. Shout out to Bezos, right? Yeah. <laughs> Shout um, out to that bald fuck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm self-published, so it's not self-published. Like, Something yeah. major. But that's but that's kind of the that's kind of the benefit, you know, is that like you're no longer gatekept by needing to find somebody who thinks your book is good enough. You can just put it out there and how is that doing, by the way? Surprisingly, not too bad. Um, And, you know, now that it's like I'm getting involved with the Mises caucus, people are like, wait a minute, you wrote like a book with like anarcho libertarian themes. And it's like, yeah. And they're like, fucking a and they like that. Surprisingly, Um, anarcho libertarian. Yeah, it was a good book. I enjoyed it. I was one, I was the first purchase because I was hunting that shit. I was actually the one that notified you that it was on there. Yeah, because I was <laughs> I was waiting for it. It's actually available in hardcover now. Amazon was doing like a hardcover beta, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'll take I'll take it." Yeah, it's a good book. That is the Project Manticore mm-hmm. on Amazon. Uh, get that. 
what's what's it go, what's it going for? Kindle's like what six bucks? Yeah, Kindle's like six or seven dollars, and then paperbacks like fourteen, hardbacks eighteen. Basically, I set the prices so that like I make the same amount no matter which version you buy. So if you want physical, I make the same amount. You don't have to like buy a, a different copy and think like I'm gonna get more. I set the the margin to be the same so that you can get it on whatever whatever platform or format you feel comfortable with. Sponsor of the show, Ryan. Uh, his book is on. It. <laughs> 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 Okay, so actually give us, uh, we'll talk about that real quick. Give us the uh, description of the book real quick. Yeah, so it's, you know, it's a it's a science fiction dystopia kind of thing. Um, and it's kind of strangely prophetic. Um, <laughs> it's about 100 years in the future, and China has is basically on this warpath, taking over most of Asia and Europe. And the United States purposefully stays out of the war until the last second and uses that as an opportunity to absorb um, Canada and South America into one enormous nation state. And of course, you know, there's horrible economic repercussions of this. They do like two years of mandatory military service and it essentially becomes a giant, um, you know, socialist state that they rename like the Democratic Republic of the Americas. And they're about as democratic as the Democratic People's Republic of North Korea. Um, Super democratic. So, yeah, so the so the the main characters all had um, forced military experience conscription. Um, two of the characters are anarchist types and, you know, they kind of get talked down to for going against the state and the other two characters are kind of people trying to survive but you know they're they listen to these guys talk and they're like damn they're kind of making sense and they they all end up getting caught committing some sort of crime against the state and they're set to be executed but instead they get their sentences commuted so that they can take part in a special operation on petty island which is a small island between new jersey and philadelphia that's owned by sitgo currently um and in my alternate history, uh, Sitgo donated it to the state of New Jersey and part of it to Philadelphia. And when the war starts, they turn it into a military base. Nobody knows what happens there, but there's a rumor mill about just all kinds of crazy shit, weird experiments going on at this island. So these guys basically have the option to go do a mission for the government that they don't really like against their will on this island that there are just tons of rumors of fucked up shit happening or get executed live on the now federally owned news networks. Um, I won't say much more because the story yeah. fills it in, but yeah. that's, that's Hilarious. kind of the basics. Yeah. yeah. I like, I like it's like the federally owned news network that where it's out in the open now that it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's actually open now. It's not, it's not, you know, hidden as it is currently. Stuff. So, uh, next thing we'll talk about. I just figured I'd just bring this in, considering you're trying to bring people liberty, recruit people, all that for Mises Caucus. How do we fund the roads, Ryan? I don't know. How do you pay for Netflix? What happens when you need something um, done on your house? You I was actually. Call, I call an Italian pay? guy, and yeah. then he comes in there with about like three different people, and they're like, "Okay, we'll fix it." And then Did I get, you call, then they show me now. Yimro, this is very important. Uh, mm -hmm. Do you call an Italian twink guy or an Italian? No, you guy? can't have it. You can't have a twink run a construction crew. I'm sorry. Uh, what about Nader? Out there, they have to be like sloppy bears at least. Slo sloppy um, bears? That's when they're like. That it's just a nice like, way of saying like. like, like a shot. A sloppy <laughs> bear <laughs> basically. The <laughs> <laughs> sloppy bear is like, I guess, like more of like a chunky fella. I okay. think is the best so, way to put it. Okay. Thick so like a, with so the QUE. It's refined. You, you you can't have a twink running construction crew. You can be like a foreman, sure, because foremans are kind of useless to, if you're especially in a union um, for construction sites. They're fucking listen, get money to sit on your ass, like good good for them, I guess, but you know, fuck fuck that shit. Yeah, but for, for construction, it, you can't have a twink running, I'm sorry. Maybe uh, maybe want, maybe uh, this episode of Twink Cast is amazing. Yeah, Twink Cast. <laughs> Yimmer's the authority on everything Twink and Twink related. He's like the mm -hmm. Hank Hill of Twinks. I mean, yeah, my Twink and Twink accessories. <laughs> the accessories are strap-ons. Okay, all right. I don't. All right. I don't <laughs> giving, giving him the yeah. dirty double dick. 
Okay, wait, now I got another question. Why the fuck would Twinks need strap-ons? Just just an extra dick. You know, they're fucking one guy <laughs> in the ass that got strap-on. What? You get creative, okay. bro. You, you get double creative. penetrate? I'm over here having missionary sex with my wife for 30 seconds. You're talking about filling multiple holes. What the fuck is going on here? So you can get like your dick and the strap on. You like just put them on top of each other and kind of like. Oh, so you're basically trying to double P. Simulated DP. Yeah. Just double hot dog into a bun (laughs) type beat. Oh my God. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) This is why I have to like not be sober for these podcasts. (laughs) Oh, actually on 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 a quick note. I, I, um, someone offered me a veed pen. I don't really smoke. I don't like that shit too much, but like non-flower shit's pretty good. And I was like, how high strength is it? It's like, oh, it's strong. So I kept hitting it like really hard. I'm like, this isn't doing anything to me. That's you in the past. So then I was like, what if I just inhale it real hard and suffer? And then I did. And bruh, last night I could not even feel my piece good though. Jesus. Couldn't even feel it. I must have been just sitting on the bed for like two you didn't hours. You tried to climb some stairs afterwards, right? <laughs> no, but I had to drink like eight bottles of water. I was literally like hot mouth like a motherfucker, and like Jesus. I mean, I couldn't. I couldn't even tell you if the sex was bomb. I don't even remember half it. I didn't feel any of it. Is they your, seem to have uh, had fun. Are they still there in the room with you? No, no. Okay, so we could talk shit now, right? No, uh, actually, uh, they're from a different high school. You wouldn't know them. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> no, so go, so go back to the go back to the fucking roads thing. Is I was I was reminded I was reminded of this fucking post where I was like, you can you can fund everything without government. And someone's like, well, go, like some fucking commie from like Finland, right? Was going off about it's how redundant. Like, yeah, but Finland's pretty, pretty based as a country. I'll say it. I'll keep those comments to yourself. Anyways. So they were talking. Oh, damn, okay. So <laughs> Finland's pretty based. I don't know anything about Finland. I don't care because it's not America, goddamn it. But they were talking about how, like, well, you can't even like, like the roads wouldn't be able to get funded. I'm like, how does like it can get funded right if it's funded right now? It can be funded in Ankapistan. Like, no, because it's too expensive or whatnot. Like, you don't. If the money is here right now, this isn't hard. If it's here right now to fund the roads. It will be there in Ankapistan. It's not like you're, unless you're talking about they're making up they're making up money right now, which is you know there's an argument to be had there. The but someone that it's else, too expensive is absurd. Yeah, like it, like how like how would they not pay for it, right? And someone else had jumped in on the post to add like you know in defense of me because I was just like you're being fucking stupid because I, it's it should be as simple as me explaining that if the money is here now for it. It will be there in Ankapistan. But that wasn't enough for him. I'm like, okay, I'm not continuing this conversation because I don't argue with 13-year-olds. I don't know if they were 13. <laughs> I just assume everyone who disagrees with me is 13 and stupid, and they need to grow up, have a little life experience, maybe a little bisexual encounter. I don't know. That's not my. That's not here or there. So someone else jumped in. Is like, well, how roads would be funded is through, you know, toll roads, billboards local businesses would like because they need trucks to get to their businesses right so the businesses would probably own the roads and make sure they're maintained and the cost of that would be rolled into the products maybe spanned over so still prices are kept down did a whole fucking list of how the roads be funded and the dude came back with no right now toll roads don't even pay for the road so like it would happen i'm like you're ignoring the whole fucking list that this guy gave and you're fixating on the toll roads and it was like, I'm not arguing with anybody anymore because you all are stupid and don't understand what I'm saying. I'm like, you toll, are toll fucking roads can make stupid. so much money, though. I mean, look at the ones that go into the city. Like, any of the points in the city, toll roads alone, probably like millions of dollars a year at least. For smaller places, oh, it's probably a different story. But, like, that alone could be... Well, the, Walt, Those... the, Walt, the Walt Whitman Bridge and the Delaware Memorial Bridge are $5 a piece. It is, it is free to enter New Jersey. You have to pay to get the fuck out. That's how they trap you. But like it's five dollars, and I believe it's going to go up to six in twenty twenty two because it's going to go up a dollar every two years from now until the end of time. Um, Someone look up what the Illinois Skyway's toll is because I remember one time I was driving back to Illinois and I can I fucking took the I was like oh yeah this is like I want to go towards Chicago right and wrong I was I went to go somewhere else so I had to go through the Skyway and at the time it was like five fucking dollars and this was ten years ago. All right. So, ignore that little pop up. But it, like, it was this, like five bucks ten years ago. 
Uh, okay, so I have videos. I have uh, oh, uh, the the fucking bot went away. Yeah, that's fine. That's I fine. forgot. I told you not to mention it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the the so there's an example uh, in Sydney where the tolls make more than a billion dollars a year. Just in Sydney, for an example, it's it's you know obviously a different country, but it's just one city. What's well, like, like a billion dollars? What's funny to me is like, where's all this money going, right? It's going to ISIS. That's where it's going. That's my theory. It was like, actually, a, like, I, like I hate, I hate this, like, I hate this shit with people. Where like it, it's some the easiest solution they have. It's not, it's not good enough for them. It's like, no, we. Oh, uh oh. Yeah, Matt. Uh huh. That's pretty cool. Oh boy, ladies and gentlemen. So Matt occasionally has an issue with his internet. He lives in bumfuck. Um, on the East Coast. So we're going to wait a couple seconds here to see what happens, and he is probably swearing up a fucking storm right now. And we can't Actually, uh, I'm, I'm the host now. This is um, about Twinkistan. Oh, God. All right. So, yeah, so we'll wait for Matt to come back in. But, yes, in the meantime, oh, here we go. Matt, come back to us. This is rough. It's rough for him. I mean, I'm, I'm here. I'm just vibing. Right. So, uh, Yimra, what do you want to talk about? Uh, twink, so, so all the twinks, something, something, no government, something, something, the occasional twink, something, something, Henry Cavill, something, something, Ryan Gosling. Thank you. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Very good. Ryan Gosling be considered a twink or a twunk. Thank you. Because sometimes he's really built. He's never gotten like large. I would say back in the day, twink, but now twunk. Yeah, now he'd be more twunk because he actually does work out a decent amount. Anytime you have to take your shirt off, almost every actor works the fuck out. Like, um, I don't know. Look at any comedy movie where someone takes their shirt off. Sometimes you got a six pack. That shows somebody who's not humble at all. <laughs> like Will Ferrell does not need a six pack. He knows it. Yeah. But then like Ben Stiller has like a six pack, like bro. You don't need. <laughs> why do you have? Why do you have that? You don't need that. <laughs> why do you have? A, I'm not saying like, hey, don't get a six pack, bro. But like of all people, Ben Stiller, you need yeah. one. Well, he can't you act, so yeah. that's that's why he needs it. I think he'd be funny sometimes. Look at him that much. He's funny when he's like not trying to like when he doesn't think he's funny. I guess is the way I should put it. Because, like, a lot of his earlier acting, it was like, oh, Ben Stiller definitely is not as funny as he thinks he is. And it's like, uh, all right. It's like the same issue Leo DiCaprio had, where, like, every role he would play was, like, Leo DiCaprio playing Leo DiCaprio playing Howard Hughes. Yeah. And then, and then, and then his main go-to would be to yell and or scream, and he's gotten better with that, where his, yeah, exactly. he doesn't have to rely on yelling. But a lot of movies, it's like, damn, Leonardo DiCaprio do be loving the yelling. He do be loving the yelling. He Poor do be Matt. <laughs> Matt, come back to us. Third time's a charm. Yeah, right. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Go fuck yourself. Oh my god. Well, good news he's is, really, oh man, we only... a really good point about about privately funded roads. That was great. Okay, yeah, so. exactly. Fucking Christ, like, they're ignoring the the fucking <laughs> feds. Got him, guys. God yeah. fucking damn it. We got a solid thirty minutes, though. I think. Oh God, he's. We're just. We're just gonna try to fill time. <laughs> That's fine. I, I think the point he was trying to make was that, like, the person was just was ignoring the you know ten other options for privately funded roads to focus on one thing that they didn't think could work, exactly. and it's like, and it's like, but then you you have to think beyond that. Why don't toll roads cover the full cost of maintenance and construction, whatever? Well, even though they probably do. In, in in New Jersey, it costs, I think it's something like $7 million to pave a mile of road. God. I know That's... dudes that do driveways, and it's like a mile worth of driveways is not making them $7 million. Um, so it's like, what's happening here? So we well, know usually, that, it's a, that, it's that private nonsense. companies, yeah, it's union guys. And we know that they bid for the state contract to do mm-hmm. the roads. So if I'm if I win the bid to do you know road maintenance for whatever county, they're like, yeah. So how much would this cost? I'm like, uh, seven million dollars a mile, and they're like, all right, we'll find it. Go ahead, go nuts. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I mean, if you ever drive by a place where they're doing the roads, half the time they're not doing anything. Or they also do it during the worst hours when there's traffic, too. They don't give yeah, a shit. they do it at peak commuter hours, mm-hmm. and there's one guy holding the sign. There's six guys watching one dude dig the hole because the dude that's digging is the only guy qualified to operate that machine, and he has seniority. So he's the only one that can operate that machine. He gets first priority, and then he digs the hole. Then the next guy in the group of six, he's the one that can fill it in. But he can't. He can only fill it in with a shovel. The third guy operates the steamroller. It's this whole big circle jerk. They're all making seventy-five dollars an hour to watch each other pull their dicks. So what you're saying is I should probably start becoming one of those guys. Yeah, make the money, and you can probably find some twunks. Ooh, guys, I have some news. <laughs> I have some news fresh off the press. The identity of the Boulder, Colorado shooter has been released. His name really? is Ahmad Al Isa. So this will be probably forgotten within three days. Oh, yeah, they'll stop reporting immediately. They probably say, it's also Colorado. It's kind of shocking nobody uh, capped his ass almost immediately. Yeah, well, it's Boulder, Colorado, so that's... Mm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you don't see see as much of that shit happen in New York because people are strapped. It's not legally. <laughs> so it's all, it's all robberies. Well, actually, no. Now, now, actually, there's been a lot more shootings in the city. That's because uh, criminals people know they can just do whatever they want, which isn't the what? <laughs> because I mean, people it's not, have been out of work for a year? Uh, people have been out of work for a year. Uh, they know the police will most likely do not as much as they used to. That's kind of changing a little bit slowly now, which isn't really a defense of the police. But uh, when criminals know police aren't and won't do anything, a criminal who is smart will take advantage of that knowledge like anybody would. Yeah. Like if I'm going to rob a bank and I know the police are going to be worried about shooting me, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to rob the fucking bank. Or whatever other crime. We have a similar situation here, except there hasn't really been an increase because we're an open carry state. So like, Yeah, no, the only people who are usually them. carrying are uh, ex-cops and like mm-hmm. security dudes that are also ex-cops or veterans. Or uh, the other people who are carrying aren't legally carrying so they're not going to pull their gun out. Uh, you know, start blasting away at a criminal unless they're smart and they like they throw the gun away and be like all the hero. Like, oh, I took the other gun from whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which honestly would be the best move is like, yo, you're illegally carrying and, and then this, you just shoot this guy and then, and then like, oh yeah, the other gun had dropped out of his, his pants. I grabbed yeah, it real So I picked quick. it up and I shot him. <laughs> Listen, I get, uh, you know what? At that point, you let that guy go free anyways. Yeah, bro. Well, you the guy who shot the, with... the other guy. Is what's called a drop gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, start so, how many, <laughs> how many times has Matt like tried to come in and out again? I think we're on six. I think we're on six. Yeah, yeah. six. God damn. Well, one more. If one more doesn't fucking do it, then then, then this is my show now. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, I contribute the me. least, so therefore I now contribute only. He gets seven tries before it turns into Twinkcast. Oh, God. Twinkcast, yeah, we're we actually, talk about the um, Twink course. Yeah, Twink discourse. I actually, uh, I could type this on here. And um, we just talk about, like, femboys and shit. I don't even care much for femboys. They're all right, I guess. But you know. So, Yimra, would you say you're more of a Twinkiatrist or a Twinkologist? What's the difference? Because I remember psychologist and psychiatrist were very different things. Like a psychiatrist so, was like a guy who gave me pills, and psychologist was a guy who told me what pills I should take. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So, do you give people the twinks, or do you tell people which twinks are right for them? I'm I'm a I'm a financial twink advisor. Okay. So you're it's, a twinkologist. That's why I'm which, also which a, twinks to invest. In. Excuse me. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah. Which twinks to invest? Twinkonomist. I'm also a. I do the same thing for, for financing where uh, my kink is is to be a, a fin dom, financial dom. <laughs> but only so instead of like a sugar daddy, I just take your fucking money and then I just I just I do something with it for myself. Speci- or I just give you bad investing plans. Specifically you're a fin dom for uh, dudes who just got out of basic with no credit. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly haven't gotten any guys like this guy. I've got a couple like police officers who are like because usually on a test drive, when I'm with somebody, I'm like, oh, you can use like Google Maps or Waze with like Apple CarPlay, Android Auto. And um, the, the good thing with Waze is you can see where the cops are if, if yeah. you're speeding or anything. I, you know, I can't, you know, say that you should be speeding, but if you ever do, you know, it's good to have it. He's like, 
well, uh, yeah, that's not going to be too useful for me. I'm like, yo, this guy's about to flex on me hard. He's like, no, actually, because I'm a, I'm a cop in the city. And I was like, oh. Oh. So it's going to be even more useful for you because you don't want to deal with other cops falling over. Exactly. Right. <laughs> just trying try to like track back a little bit. Hit him with that fucking 32.9% APR. <laughs> Bro, I would, I would actually fucking kill myself if someone gave me that as an APR for a car. I wouldn't pay above 7%. With yeah. even like bad credit, fuck that. I'm but not that's the point. Credit. Like that's 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 how you get that's how you get back. Oh no, place. that's like an actual like thing I've talked to. Like, and that's that's what dudes that that's what dudes fresh out of basic do. They oh, get yeah. married and they buy dodges. They, they get their shit. Yeah, they just yeah, buy yeah, they buy a that Challenger, that Charger. V6, they yeah, that, put a ring on some bitch. But it's also it's always a V6. They never get the fucking V8. <laughs> yeah, always, always. Well, no, the V8's too much fucking money. You know what the funny thing is is um. You can usually get better insurance uh, coverage for a Challenger than a Charger, at least in my my uh, history of dealing with those cars. That's interesting. I think it, I think it's mainly because people who usually get Chargers are usually using it as one their primary, which automatically makes it a lot worse. Your primary being a True. muscle car is a bad move. Then, in addition to that, um, they usually you know will have a family. These are usually people who um, are using the car for multiple things. And they usually have a family, which is pretty bad on your insurance to have your primary be a muscle car also for your family. Um, most people, when they get a Challenger, it's not their primary car. At least if they're smart, they put it as their secondary to save themselves money. True. They usually have like a SUV that's all-wheel drive or they have some family-like crossover, also probably an all-wheel drive. Which, depending on which brand it is, because certain companies make cars with a certain amount of safety features, like say... Um, Oh no! Some fucking Asian company. Usually, they oh, are the, the ones Subaru. that move the cars up. Like Subaru, SUVs, Subaru, Subaru's safety uh, monsters. The safety monsters and their all-wheel drive system is honestly probably one of the best, if not the best. I would never own a Subaru. Uh, there's nothing like, wrong with them necessarily. Mm-hmm. I just the people who they own Subarus had... in my area are like a certain specific person. I'll give yeah, you a description. I, right I now. have I have a legacy and I love it, but mm-hmm. I get it. Like the, the Subaru, the, don't the worry, I'm not Subaru explaining. bro. Like I the, the, the like Subaru the fucking, guy is is the like the dude with like yeah he's got like and it sucks because like I love the WRX but they just ruin them for me because it's like some fucking dildo with his like goofy backwards trucker hat and like all he's got his fucking gay ass stickers and queer fucking rims all this dumb shit and it's like dude you, you what's wrong with queer rims, rims asshole what if I want pride flags my fucking you rims. can you can you can have pride rims you're allowed. As long as Thank you, you don't stance them to a forty-five degree angle, you're good. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, that stancing shit. Uh, so, but, like, the uh, one the, thing uh, I don't get: if you live in a really nice place where that doesn't have snow and the roads are always great, like, cool, that's cool. I used to see that shit in New York, and it's like, bro, how much of your fucking like the bottom of your fucking car is left? Like, there's no clearance. Well, and not even that, like, you're wearing yeah. your tires yeah. in one specific spot, like. Do you just have that money to just get new tires every like six months from? They the don't, but their them? parents have lots of money. Oh my yes. god! Okay, but, <laughs> yes. Welcome yeah, back, Matt. We can actually hear you now. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, before, so we before did... Matt decides to take his show back, I'm going to describe Subaru owners. Just, no, just good. I'm glad here. you guys just fucking continued. Oh yeah, no, we kept it rolling. We kept it rolling. <laughs> Perfect. So Thank you guys. the average we Subaru owner looks usually uh, like Twinkotomous. the following. Slightly We're overweight, wears generally a gray hoodie, blue shorts, ugly-ass running shoes, neck beard, vapes, wears a backward hat, receding hairline, and then into addition to that, they usually have a girlfriend who's in high school, and they have to explain that she's of the age of consent every fucking time they bring her up. She's really and she's taking her up from high school. <laughs> bro, she's, bro, she's 17. It's legal in the state. She's 17. It's okay. We met at a Fall Out Boy concert. God. <laughs> there's a light on in Chicago. I like that me sending the Craig Leave shit fucked everything up. <laughs> like I sent that and it was like, all right, so yeah, guys. Oh fuck, everything's blocked locked up. <laughs> F. So uh I, I you know what I really like what you guys were talking about while I was gone though. It was very yeah. nice. I appreciate that. that was we we, co- we actually covered a wide breadth of topics. Um we did. and and I tried to I tried to piggyback off of what you were saying before your internet uh, track sixed. Um, and I think the point you were trying to make was that like the dude in that thread was fucking ignoring all of the other possible solutions yeah. to privately funded roads and focusing on the one dumb thing and then saying, well, just 
and this is the constant problem of being an anarchist is where it's like, well, what about this extremely improbable, highly specific scenario that's unlikely to ever happen? Huh, no, the aliens checkmate. are going to take over. Okay, so that's why we need government. Right? Yeah, yeah, for aliens. Like, that goes yeah. also the same way for the uh, ANCOMs as well, where like, which some of our arguments with them are literally the same thing, where it's so anti-government. There's just also has a thing of um, any type of possibility of corporate authority. Well, it's like this argument, this argument, this argument, and we, we both of us, you know, because we're all anti-authority. Here's my thing. Like that and obviously, thing, Ben, you know we're using too. your backup video now. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why you do it, because you can't trust me. No, my thing with ANCOMs, I don't care. Like, I, as we've discussed before, I don't care. Uh, like, I don't use this thing like, oh, you're, you're still, like, what you want is still government. And then they come back with, no, yours is actually wanting government. You need government, blah, blah. I don't care about that. I just care about, can I do what I want? in an ancom society right like if you, all your shit's going on can i just do whatever the fuck i want they gr granted not like infringing on people's rights that's it that's a simple question i've asked before and like well no you can't do that like if i wanted to have my own business right or have my house like i built a fucking house or my dad he gave it to me whatever can i keep mm -hmm. that no, a lot no. of the time they tell me i've i've only seldomly seldomly ever had one or two like Random man kind of was like, no, like, no, that's fine. You can keep that. I'm like, all right, cool. You and me are good. Like, mm -hmm. I hate the shit. Like, no, that house is not personal property. So we're going to take, we would take it from you. That's where I have a problem. I don't, I don't yeah, care about getting I, this shit. That's, that's the thing that really stops the, and like the ANCAPs and the ANCOMs or just the voluntarists in general from really getting along because it's like the, the communists want to draw this distinction between personal and private property where it's like, uh, to me, it just sounds like semantic bullshit where it's like, I need to be allowed to own stuff. If you want to share your shit with people, you should be able to do so. If you want to share your resources, share your fucking houses, that's fine. But people need to agree to have their house be shared or their car be shared or their other shit. As long as you're not taking my stuff or threatening me to take it or pulling a gun on me, we're cool. Like I... I kind of like the idea of panarchy where it's like you can live under whatever economic system you want as long as you're not violating these things. But the co the communists are like, no, I, I own part of your house. And it's like, no, you fucking don't. But if I want to surrender it and be like, yes, I will join your little commune, you know, I can do that. But there's got to be that line where it's like, look, you go find your people and do your thing and we won't fuck with you. Just don't fuck with us. Right. So, well, no, we can't. We can't have that. No. If you want any of this to work, it's like, I give shit to um, ANCAPs too. Like, actually, I don't think I've ever heard an ANCAP say, like, no, ANCOMs have to be a part of the ANCAP society, but I know they're out there. Well, no, you have, you have the guys who are like, no, we're just going to kill the ANCOMs. Those are the people that usually they're bringing them up in a society. Well, okay. Contextually, why they're saying that is because the ANCOMs are saying that they're going to kill the ANCAPs when said thing yeah. happens. So, obviously. I you can't fault them for that. They're already saying that. No, in that scenario, of course, violence. it's different. But like one where it's just like they're doing their own thing, we're doing our own thing. It's like, well, what if they uh, do this? Like, well, I'm I'm sorry, the end caps probably <laughs> probably are building a lot more guns. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh, dude, I like the argument one time where someone was like. Oh, like in an ANCOM society, you wouldn't have any guns. I'm like, well, how are you going to do that? It's like, well, we would kill all the ANCAPs with the guns, and then we'd surrender the weapons. I'm like. Listen to what you are saying, that you're going to murder a bunch of people and then trust each other who ju you just a bunch of you guys committed murder and you're going to trust each other. And just give up the guns at that point. That was like Lenin. And, well, actually, Lenin didn't trust Stalin at all, but Lenin was very much aware after the revolution that Stalin was going to be our problem, which is basically, well, we just um, had our group of people all learn how to be very proficient in killing a large group of other people with firearms. One of them is going to be smart, very smart, I should say, and keep their weapons because you're cha even if they're all like, you know, hippie free love, but then they have to defend like with their belief, blah, blah. Let's just say that. And then they have to kill all these people. Someone's going to have a very drastic change of heart on, on belief systems after you butcher and kill people, regardless of the reason, background, whatever. You're going to change your mindset at least a little bit. Someone's going to be like, Wow, let's throw all the guns away. And then one guy's thinking, damn, this secret door in my fucking basement that I own with three other dudes, they don't notice. I got a bunch down there. When they're all out working on the farm, I'm going to go grab the fucking yet 
and fucking slam the John on this motherfucker and go out there and do my bit. Slam the John. You slam the fucking John, bro. You got to get your John, you know? No, I don't know. What the hell does that mean? I hope I hope that we have some listeners that aren't from the East Coast that have no fucking idea what a John is. Yeah. As somebody yeah, John, who used John, to live on the East Coast, I think I know what this means. Okay, I will describe what, the, what a John is. A John is very situational. Anything can technically be a John. Like, I'm about to hop in the John, my car. I'm about to grab Give the John, second, my phone, a watch. John. Exactly. So the John means any item. So it's like, yeah, it, John it, it can means really, anything. It means anything. Like, it, yo, let me see that John. Yeah, right. yeah it's like but it's got to be – it's very specific to the situation. Yeah, but generally, you already know what someone's talking about. Like, hey, can I hit the John? Mm-hmm. Or like I'm about to hop in the John. Like, like you depending where you're at, may have a slight difference in use. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You use specifically something cool. Or like, yo, I'm about to ride the John. But no one really uses it for a person. I'd rather just use the word scrody for anyone who wants to scrub. <laughs> Man or woman. About to rody the scrody, bro. <laughs> I'm so about to it's go just... suck on some toes. I'm gonna go suck on this John real quick. Yeah. <laughs> nah, you gotta let people know it's gonna be toes though. <laughs> Y'all got that John juice? <laughs> Hashtag toe gang up in here. <laughs> I was like, oh, nope. oh, what's up, baby? Is this some fungus? Oh, hey, uh... hey, can I can I like visit your house and hit you with a wearing blender, bro, for saying that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll post my address in the Discord later. Come on over. <laughs> Yeah, this is the one day I, I finally uh, quit my job and spend money on a car and just have an excuse to drive around for like a month before I work a job as a uh, road crew guy. So I do fuck off for 75 bucks an hour. Yep. Hell yeah. Construction to otter. You'll, you'll be the greatest otter doing that. Still laughing at that. Have you accepted the term otter yet? No. Okay, Accept the <laughs> otter into your heart. Hey, Ryan, you're familiar with an, what an otter is? No, it is a Give hairy me the twink. La, hairy la, twink. I'm not listening. It's a what? It's a, a hairy, hairy twink. twink. Oh, see, like, because because you ever like to call him? Oh, like, we've, we've, this is like the fourth episode. We keep bringing it up because it just bothers the shit out of him. <laughs> it hurts me so. He's like, oh, I'm a twink. Like, well, no, you're too hairy for that. Because it was uh, our buddy Max would brought it up. It was just funny. We've been harassing him ever since. <laughs> we need to get Max on here. Yeah, I want to get Max on to talk about time travel. Just have fun. Which Max? Oh, God. Uh, and Caparato. Oh, okay, so not 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 our our um, Ford Ford Ranger Max. Oh no, no not I, racist Max. No, get racist Max on here. What? That's what I'm talking about. We should. Well, he he works right now. Like he actually oh, he, works. he has to go. Has to go yeah, he actually has to go to a job. God damn yeah, it! Like, who has, who works right now? Right? Like, Jesus Christ! Seriously, I I work I work so much. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna so totally quit uh, that job too. That shit sucks, bro. Yeah, slinging cars. This shit sucks, bro. Not, not even like the selling cars aspect. It's like my showroom is just full of like people who like you can't do anything with, and you work in like these long hours with people like you can't jive with. And then my ma- I asked my manager straight up like, you know, because you know on like websites or like ads, they'll be like, oh, the offer where it's like this much down, least do it signing for like this much. And I was asking my boss, like, well, how much profit, like commission wise, do I make off of like these offer things? So I was curious, like, because there's a certain way that you get a, either a flat or you get a percentage commission. Um, it was like, why do you need to know that? And I, I, I almost <laughs> lost my shit right there. Like, why do I need to know that? What do you think why I'm do here for, bro? I don't, I don't do this because I like sitting at my desk and staring at a screen for three hours until some jack off comes in about a car. Or like, I ask him like, well, how much money? On what is this? cars you're slinging, man? If you're if you're at like the fucking the unholy trinity, like the Chrysler Jeep Dodge, oof. There, there is. They, they sell those things. So they, they can sell them at a loss because they make so fucking many of them. Like if, if a Dodge Ram is, is like someone's comparing our car to a Dodge Ram, doesn't matter the brand, quite frankly. You, you are so fucked because they sell them for it's such a loss that like we can't compete. And there's like the Chevy like Equinox, like fucking forget about it, bro. <laughs> you, you, we can't, we can't undersell them on, on a car like that. There's no fucking way. It's the most annoying shit. But then also, Christy, Dodge, Ram, fucking all those. The reliability is such shit that, you know, depending on which brand you have, you, you might be fine if you explain, like, hey, if you're going to finance a car, maybe don't get the brand that, like, literally, like, one of the issues they have with the eight-cylinder, like, Chryslers is that, like, part of the piston and part of the engine just falls out of the car at, like, 60,000 miles. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that actually happens. Most people just 
fucking modify it or do something to that part of the engine so it doesn't happen, and then usually upgrade it anyways. It just straight up falls the fuck out. Yeah, you you can watch like a bunch of like videos about guys talking about it, especially it's generally on like the Hemi 300s and a few other. I think they've fixed it by now, but that was an issue like around the generation I bought my car in. But mine's a six cylinder, which is fine because it was my it was my first car. And I, I like didn't my favorite. Uh, what I found out was my parents was like the Ford truck death wobble or death rattle. <laughs> yeah, that, if the if the tire isn't in properly like. If it's just a little under PSI and you're going over 60, it just fucking violently shakes on the mm-hmm. highway. Because well, Ford had the like, issue with the transmissions for a while, too, which was like a running joke with that. Oh, dude, I had, but I they still they still sell more vehicles than anybody else in the U.S. They're like the number one seller. In I'll never buy a fucking Ford again. They could it's mind-boggling how like back. the least reliable cars are some of the like most... Sold well, it's because most, most people lease rather than finance. Anyhow, as long as their credit's above, yeah. Like, so you get you get some fucking shitbox with an interference engine, and it just fucking grenades itself. <laughs> the, but the, the most you get, vehicle, you get you get water in the cylinder, and it's just like, or the timing goes, and it's like at the wrong fucking cycle, mm-hmm. and it just fucking poof, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever, certain certain yeah. But well, most companies, no matter what, like every car usually has at least one that like is common to that brand or to whatever oh, yeah, which is sure. fine it's just going to happen i mean you have like 8000 plus parts of the car something's going to go wrong meanwhile porsche or like you get a volkswagen just everything's fucked yeah that's why they go to electric it's going to look like fucking like flying square on new year's eve from fucking that's, the second that's, you drive it off the lot <laughs> this is like that's the, the one smart thing volkswagen ever did was realize yeah. after their emissions uh, scandal that they were I not going to be able to sell cars as easy i have to so they I'm went taking with, my um, truck into the uh, dealership and like an hour and a half to like get some stuff done, but my alignment's off, so I'm hoping that's not expensive. So <laughs> it's it's probably about a hundred. Well, for because oh, it's probably be about a hundred bucks. It should be. Well, I mean, I'll hear it's about a hundred bucks for that. No, yeah, you gotta, well, do that. I gotta make the joke, dude. Cars would be so much more dangerous than in Campistan. Oh my god, yeah, right? because they would because there would there be, be no regulations. Re- There'd yeah, just be oh no god. regulation. The regulations, all that. All the manufacturers, they would take the um, indicators out, even though, like, they're just kind of generally a good idea. Even though everybody wants all these gay safety features and shit. Timestamp is 56. Okay, so yeah, we'll we'll finish off talking about how cars would be are in theoretical in Kapistan, right? Like, okay, so what happens? Oh, Grant, what happens right now if you buy a car and it fucks up, like, death wise? Uh, L. What happens? The, uh, yeah, company sends you, the company sends yeah. you an L in the mail. <laughs> yeah, that's your settlement letter is just an L, L printed on a shit. The letter L printed on eight and a half by 11 fucking cheap copy paper. Mm. Yes, I borrowed this from the public school nearby. Hope it's okay. <laughs> I ripped this out of a textbook. Now the kids can't learn shapes. Because <laughs> <laughs> the thing the thing with me right now is a lot of people rely like we're, we're a lot. Most people rely on the government to like with regulations to make sure the vehicles are safe. Right. So that's why they don't ch- they don't. Don't do any fucking research. Like, well, they have to buy by government regulation. So this any car I buy is safe, right? Because they have to follow the law, which is not necessarily the case. They were talking about a fucking car's engine just drops out or parts of it drop out. Or you got the Ford death rattle. That's a, such a fucking common thing. Apparently. Or cars just go on fire. Yeah. Tesla. So, like, so, at, so like my classic argument about anything, it's like the worst it would be at Ankapistan is as best it is, as it is right now, which is not that great, right? Or the, or the entire Takata uh, airbag inflator thing. I mean, they were oh, just Oh, yeah, like, almost every shrapnel. company bought that shit. Yeah, I, yeah, actually, I had, my to, car I had to get mine replaced, and it's like, that happened with full regulation. And, like, I mean, this applies to so many industries, like restaurants. Like, oh, well, that restaurant needs to follow the regulations. And it's like they all technically do when they start. But, like, do did Chipotle not get a shitload of people sick with fucking, like, E. coli? Yes. Mm-hmm. And they were following the regulations. So it's like this stuff is going to happen regardless. But all and you're it, doing is making it harder for, like, other companies to compete. I mean, and, and even now, like, when I'm selling cars – depending on who you ask, like some people really want as many safety features in the car as possible. Some don't give a shit where they just want the car to drive. They don't need the blind spot detection camera. Rear cameras are, are now standard. You have to get them in a new car. They can't make it without it with a few exceptions. Like I think certain Jeeps can get away with it. Cause they're technically like qualified as something. I think I'd be totally wrong on that, but you need a rear camera. They're like, that's a new standard. Now every car comes with a rear camera. You can't, you can't undo that. Um, blind spot detection is the what? What? Nothing. Bulldozer has several cameras. <laughs> but um, <laughs> at least 
Yo, certain like the demand right now from people is generally for more safety features, unless they're like older people or people who want like a box standard car and they don't want. You know, some people also just want to turn that shit off. They don't want all the safety features. The only ones I think are really valid are like your blind spot detection, your rear camera, maybe the sensors, and maybe forward collision assist, which is basically the car lets you know you're about to crash because some people are fucking idiots and don't pay attention to the road. <laughs> yeah. And apply the which, brake for you. Yeah, see, it'll apply the brake again, for you. It's like, like you said, some people actively seek out those features. And if, and if like the market is generally people wanting more safety features mm-hmm. as opposed to performance, automotive oh, manufacturers both. will generally make things to appeal to that. And then, yeah, you they'll they'll make another trim that is a performance model mm-hmm. for the dude Well, well, that well now you, I mean, now you could do both. I mean, look at, look, yeah. you look at, well, not Dodge necessarily, but Dodge will put like it, uh, a Hellcat engine in a pickup truck. Why do you need that in a pickup truck? You really don't, frankly. It's not. Dodge put a fucking Hellcat have engine in a minivan. <laughs> All right, hear me yeah, out. Yeah, someone did do that. That was sick. So we already, well, this they is already like happening. LS swaps into minivans. It's fucking sick. Do you want to see it up? But let's let's talk cars with DLC, right? Oh, no, because yeah. like, like Tesla, like Tesla, like yeah, Tesla is like doing it where you can unlock features. But imagine like they just make one fucking car, for example, like going the Kami route. It's just one fucking car. It's got all these features, but you can buy it with like let's say you don't you don't care about the like uh, blind spot monitor, right? And that's like say fifty bucks, fifty bucks extra. Well, you could save money. By not paying to have that, like in the base model, like oh, like, like I say, like all, all the cars have everything, but everything's disabled depending on what model you get. Like you pay for the features, or if you want all these features, you can pay one-time fee, not like a subscription service, one-time fee to enable it. But you could save money by not having it. So then, hmm. in the future, if you're going, like let's say for some reason, if you're going to sell it, and it's more, it, you can get more money by enabling it. For some reason, if it's like a discounted price over time, the gear car is like so old, like you could get it like a Steam sale of the yeah. fucking DLC <laughs> for your fucking car, right? It's like, well, normally it's fifty bucks, but you had the car for a couple of years, do it for twenty five. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just spitballing here, okay? Spitballing the idea of like a DLC car to where like you're like, I don't need, all, I don't need a fucking backup camera, I don't need to use it. But it's some fucking it's General Motors that, exact that concept watch kind this. of exists in that the, concept kind of exists in like you can pick options. The only problem you're going to run into in that specific scenario is the same thing we run into with software is piracy and work. Oh yeah, no Tesla. Like there's, people stole their so, shit. Yeah, there's so it, it's we're like someone will always bypass your anti-piracy security. So somebody mm-hmm. will just be like, "Yo, put this flash drive into your fucking car and unlock all the features at once." Okay, boom, done. Yeah, pe- people did that because there's certain additions like yeah, Tesla. But then there's certain software that makes it sportier, certain that makes it right, whatever the fuck. And someone hacked it to pretty much unlock like all of them. And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure Tesla gave him like a cease and desist or some bullshit like that. But if they were smart, they would have gave him a job. Yeah, I was about to yeah. say. <laughs> you know, yeah, I can't. I don't want to hand it to the feds, but at least the feds sometimes will just take in a hacker. Yeah, at the very least, at least they're smart <laughs> in one in one scenario. Singular. In one scenario. Well, the problem is all the hackers they take in are also pedophiles. So. Mm, or, or they smoke weed. <laughs> well, look, they, they, look, they spot them. They recognize right. the wrong, you know? Yeah. Game recognizes game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the game recognizes game. There's two departments of hackers there's the pedophile hackers and the weed smoking hackers. The pedophile hackers get invited to the company parties. <laughs> the, the weed guys get to do their own thing, I guess. Yeah, right. They got a remote connect. They get, like, they get the shitty pay. They don't get benefits. <laughs> yeah, they can zoom in to the party. Exactly. Yeah, we're gonna blur out some spots. Uh, what the pedophile guys are gonna do? Don't worry about it. The kids are eighteen. They might. Don't worry about it. Don't you fucking smoke that joint on camera. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, dude, that's the other thing that's fucking hilarious about the Biden administration. With, oh yeah. Um, like yeah, did you guys do anything like we didn't pass? Oh yeah, you're gonna it's have okay. to either resign it's okay. or. It's totally okay. Oh, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, Ryan, you heard about you saw you saw that shit, right? No. No, they fucking, uh, I guess Biden, the Biden or like his administration, like asked like staffers and all that. Like, oh, wait, did you have, did you have any other like past like uh, weed use? Like, it's, it's okay if you did. Like, you, you could tell us. And then they said like, yeah, like, you know, a couple of years ago, I might have smoked a joint. And they're like, okay, well, we're going to need you to either resign or you have to you, you have to remotely work now. Oh, this my happened God. like the other day. That is hilarious. And um. You, 
And, yeah. and Hunter, Hunter Biden's like, oh, you guys aren't looking at me, right? Like, I know I'm my staff, but I can still come around, right? Hang out. Shoot me a link to an article about that because that's fucking incredible. I got some groups I want to share that in. Um, and I definitely want to share it with uh, the Meekhawks here. Yeah, after we get off here, I'll uh, I'll shoot that over. Awesome. Um, and then, well, I guess we'll wrap it up. Do you want to plug anything? It's like for Mises Caucus. I'm like, I, mean, I don't know if, how many listeners I got that are like in Delaware area anyway. Um, I mean, but I mean, there's a there's a state representative. Oh yeah, that's basically right. Everywhere. So, give us give us that hit because uh, yeah. it's every state, right? Yeah, you can go to um, takehumanaction.com and just um, find your state coordinators. Get in touch, reach out, see what you can do. Um, I'll help you get involved. Um, you can also buy my book on Amazon, or you can go to ryanbunting.com. Uh, I also do graphic design work on the side. I designed the podcast artwork for Free Man Beyond the Wall. That's uh, why I forgot about Year that. Zero with Tommy Salmons, um, and a handful of others. So if you got something going on, feel and free Ryan's to And Ryan's going to be doing uh, the altars graphics. I, I, I absolutely will, you know, and you Dude, guys get the yeah. better price. Commies pay like fucking four hundred percent. That's what they get for their own ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool, good deal. Uh, yes, everyone, try to if you want to get involved and you know do more for liberty than making a podcast, do some human action. Yeah, and also, look, look, our whole thing is like there's no pressure to do anything beyond what you're willing to do. Like if, if you just want to fucking like write emails to senators or whatever, you can do all of that. Like you, you, there's, there's no, like you have to be willing to do this much, whatever you're good at, whatever you can offer, we'll take it. Like you don't have to run for seats. You don't have to do anything crazy, but just get involved, get talking to people. Yeah. Talking is the oh, first step. And also if you're a communist, you want us graphic design, just lie. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Oh, I love private property. Private property is the greatest thing ever. So can I get that for the free free baby? That free free. And I'm, and I'm just gonna be like, yeah, obvious commie. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like the, the person on Twitter that's like, hello, fellow Liberty folks. Where's the best place to get 3D printed gun designs? And it's like, yeah, nice try, Fed. Right. <laughs> nice Fuck try, out of here. here. Fuck out of here. Alright, so I guess that's it for this episode. Ryan, thank you for coming on. Appreciate thank it. Thank you for having me, guys. It was a pleasure. Until next time. Cock and ball torture. All right, everybody, that's it for this week's episode. Hopefully you enjoyed it more than I hated the little bit of time that I was disconnected. Until next week, have a good one.